I think being part or being able to thrive in a long-term marriage is having the ability to give and receive space. We all need space if the plan is to grow together forever. Welcome to Family Planet 365. I am your host, Melina Jackson. Happy October to you. Welcome to another amazing episode. I am super excited or thrilled to bring you part two. Remember, we started the um, multi-part series. I don't have a number, but we started the multi-part series, long-term marriage and everything in between. This is part two. Oh my goodness, I just drank water, guys. Have you ever just had, drank water and felt like it's so refreshing? And I think now like my mouth is like really like moist or like watery, so I'm trying to not swallow on the mic, but it's kind of hard because I just drank water, but it was so refreshing. I feel so refreshed, you know? It's the little things, right? But anyway, welcome to a new week, a new show. Happy Friday. How is everything going for you? Come on in. Welcome. Um, Did you share last week's show or the show two weeks ago? I hope so, because it's just going to get better and better from here, right? You call it as you see it. I look forward to telling you part two of the show. If you haven't listened to the episode before this one, it's not a prerequisite, but I recommend it because then you'll know where I'm going you'll be able to pick up what I'm putting down, if you know what I mean. So do yourself a favor and listen to the show before this one if you want to get in on this multi-part series talking about long-term marriage and really what nobody talks about because people really don't talk about being married for a long time. All you hear is people wanting to get in relationships and um, if they just got married or they just met their spouse or whatever or partner. But what about people who've been together for a long time? Like, Really, to me, anything over 10 years is a long time because that means you've been committed to this one person for a decade. So that's that's not an easy feat, right? So I think it's something we need to talk about, especially as a family unit, because the more I go out into this world and experience this life journey, I see that there are so many, sadly, there are so many kids who come from broken homes and I'm at the point in my life where you you don't even have to be married, but kids not knowing their dads or not having both parents, I think that's a problem. And that's probably going to be another episode for another day because it's happening more and more where I guess people feel like one person can raise a child when that is not the case. Like kids need both their parents. But anyway, so I want to talk about long-term marriage and, um, being with a person for a long time and what that really means and how does that look and what are the pros? What are the cons? Are there more pros? Are there more cons? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. So what have you been up to? It's October. I love it. Now I'm actually making a mental note now because Halloween is not a holiday. If I see one more time on Instagram, somebody saying, oh, I love the ho- the holiday, uh, Halloween holiday. It's not a holiday. It's just a time of year. 
Okay, so Halloween is not a holiday, but I do love the Halloween season um, because my daughter and I, we love scary movies. We've been going to Fright Fest since the youngest kids were two and three years old. Yes, they were like all tucked in their strollers, peeking out, like wanting to see, but too scared to see. So I do, I love all the things about the Halloween and October and I even start decorating early, like September, um, pretty much the third week in September, Halloween decorations are up. And, you know, I learned that because as soon as October 31st is over, everything must come down because then it's kind of weird. I don't like going into November with Halloween things up. So I figured I would get more mileage out of my decorations if I started earlier. So I started putting Halloween decorations up in the third week of September. I used to do it the first of October, but I'm like, it's not long enough. So now I have Halloween decorations up. I love it. Um, it's so much fun. It is different because I don't have two of my oldest here to enjoy and you know, join in on the festivities. But my daughter did give me a tour of her dorm room and it's so cute because she has Halloween decorations up too. And I'm like, ah, I passed on that, you know, love of decorating for the holiday. So that's really cool. My son, not so much. I don't think he really cares. But um, yeah, so loving October. Glad to be in a new month. Um, I try to refrain from saying, oh, this is my favorite month or my favorite holiday or favorite season. I don't say that anymore because every season brings something amazing. It's kind of like how I think about my children. Like I don't love one more than the other. I love them because each one gives me something amazing to love about them. So it's hard to say, well, I like this child better. Or I love this child more. So if you are a new mom or you are thinking about becoming a mom and you think, you know, if I have more than one child, how would I be able to love the other child, you know, as much as I love the first or how will I be able to spread the love? You will because each child is different. They aren't the same. And so it's like, it's weird because like my oldest daughter, I feel like she's a, a, a sister, like a little sister or something. And so, but the other girls, I don't feel that way about. So it's, it's interesting, you know? Um, and so I feel that way about the seasons as well. Like each season brings something special. So it's hard to say this one's better than the other. Um, but I do like the fall because the weather gets cooler and, you know, it's just all the festivities with the pumpkin spice and all the things and the haunted houses and the, the Halloween And then you roll into November with Thanksgiving and that's always fun. And then we have the Christmas holiday or the holiday season if you don't celebrate Christmas. And then we go into the new year. And how about we only have three more months of this year left? How did that happen? I mean, I know how it happened because it happens every year where it goes by so fast. But my goodness, like you look up, wasn't it just 2021? Now we're going into Wait, are we, we're going into 2024. Yeah, it kind of feels like it's already 2024, but we're going into 2024. So a lot to look forward to, a lot of uh, exciting things going on right now that we can be happy about. So we don't have to be like, I can't wait to this because we have amazing things going on right now. At least that's how I like to train my brain. Um, a lot to be grateful for and a lot to celebrate right now because right now is all we have. But I love the fall. Um... Okay, news and noteworthy. I decided to make this section or this segment of my podcast called News and Noteworthy. Yay. I need to get like some kind of music um, with that to introduce this segment. Um, Okay, what's going on? Okay, have you heard? Usher is headlining the Super Bowl. I 
for him. I never thought about that for him. And I think it's perfect. Usher. And it's so amazing because he's actually performing right now in Vegas. So it makes sense. And now he's going to be doing the Super Bowl. And I remember when they were talking about um, Taylor Swift possibly being a performer, I was like, "Uh, don't really like that. But now I'm glad that fell through because I wasn't going to watch. I mean, honestly, the best Super Bowl for me was when Beyonce did when she performed the last time. I really like that. But um, but yeah, I so I was like, you know, I'm not really feeling a Taylor Swift um, performance because I like Taylor Swift, don't get me wrong, but I'm not like a fan. But then when I heard that Usher's doing it, I was like, that's going to be a treat because I really liked when um, Beyonce performed. And honestly, I haven't really liked any performances since Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl. So I know it's her, Bruno Mars, and that other band. The act- and get this, Beyonce actually was a guest that year she wasn't even the headliner it was that other band I can't think of the name was it Green Day but they brought her on as a guest from what I understand and now it's the Beyonce show but anyway and then so the Renaissance tour is um I think it ended now and I'm super excited about the um I'm super excited about the movie or the film that she's going to bring into the theaters in December Now, let me tell you, let's just go down this rabbit hole real quick. So when Beyonce announced that she is going on the Renaissance tour, I jumped on the bandwagon. I was like, oh my goodness. Yes, I am there. Like, let's do this. Say no more. But then it started getting weird. Like, oh, you got to create an account. Then you got to get in a wait, get in line, get on a wait list and be invited to purchase or something. It was just, it was weird. Like, I guess that's the, the, the times we live in now because they were trying to prevent people from buying tickets and selling them on the black market or something. I don't know, but it wasn't for me, okay? I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait till the hype dies down because I'm too mature in age to be behaving this way. <laughs> that's how I felt. Like, I'm a fan, but I'm not diehard. Like, I'm not in the Bayhive. Like, I'm not doing that or the Beehive, whatever you call it. So I was like, I'll wait till it dies down, dies down. And then I'll figure it out. Cause they were like, oh, they're sold out. Oh my God. The tickets are sold out, sold out. I was like, okay, where are meant to be? Cause I went to her last concert when she, um, was here. I think she was at the Rose Bowl. So I went to that concert. That was a lot of fun. And so I let, you know, a few months pass by cause she was over, um, touring overseas somewhere. And then I noticed tickets open up cause Verizon kept saying, Hey, we have special Beyonce tickets for you. So I was like, okay. So then I asked my husband, I was like, you want to go? He was like, well, I don't really care to go. I was like, okay, I'll go by myself. It's cool. And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go to Beyonce. I'm going to go to Beyonce. And then just because she wasn't coming to August. So this was like, when did she announce she was in April, I think? And actually she was coming to September here and she announced it in April. So I had, I had time to like marinate on it. I had already booked my hotels. Like, I'm going to get me a hotel room. It's going to be nice. Just go to the concert. You don't have to come all the way back home. And so closer to the date. Now, mind you, I never bought the ticket. Okay. Because I was like, yeah, I'm about to get the, I'm about to get the $1,200 ticket. I'm going to be, I'm going to be up front. Like, it's going to be awesome. Like, I have a great time. And then, so I see the footage on Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, Blue Ivy's there. That is so amazing. I love it. Oh my goodness. I'm so inspired. So time went on, you know, I'm always watching like the do costume changes 
And I can honestly say, like, the thrill was gone. Like, I no longer had the desire to go. And um, my brow tech was like, girl, you going? I was like, yeah, girl. And she's like, let's go together. I was like, okay, cool. Let's do it. And then when I decided I didn't want to do it, I was like, let me text her and let her know. I done flaked out for real. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going. She's like, oh, okay, well, thanks for letting me know. You know, I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And so needless to say, I didn't go and I don't regret not going. People said it was amazing. But, you know, my concern, the concern for me was it was a lot. <laughs> like as far as the getting dressed part and being in SoFi Stadium with all those people like constantly screaming, I really don't think I could have taken it. Like, I wouldn't need to wear earplugs. Because, see, I'm 46 years old. So, I'm not saying that's old or anything. But I'm just saying that's not the 23-year-old me. And the way my life is set up, I like to be home. So, I wanted to go on a Saturday date. And then, I know her birthday was that Monday. But, see, I have school in the morning. My kids have school. And I'm committed to that. Like getting up, getting clothes ready, getting lunches packed, getting them off on time. So that's what I'm committed to. And that's just the way my life's set up right now. So that didn't work for me. So I don't regret it. And I don't feel like I missed out on anything because I really, I truly, truly enjoyed all of the coverage and content on the social media platforms. Like people are amazingly creative and thank you. Thank you, thank you, because I feel like I, I I, got a piece. Like, I actually attended the birthday concert because so many people posted, like, highlights from it. It was amazing, and I didn't have to leave the comfort of my home. Now, I am planning to go see it in theaters. That is yet to be seen. That's the plan. But, again, that's not until December. See, again, like, right now, I'm feeling it. I want to go. But then December comes, I'll be like, well, we'll see. So let's see what happens. I'll report back later. So yeah, that's all that's going on here. Um, what else is news and noteworthy? That's all I have. So I'm going to get into part two of long-term marriage and everything in between. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll jump right into picking up where I left off on the last episode. You're listening to Family Planning 365. I'm your host, Melina Jackson, and we will be back right after this short break. Welcome to Family Planet 365. I am your host, Melina Jackson. This week, we are picking up on part two of long-term marriage and everything in between. In the last episode, I talked about, I started the story about how I met my husband in 1998. Were you you all even alive then? I I, I think so. I think that, that my demographic is about right. Yeah, you were here. But it was 1998. So we were at this club called Something Live in Nashville, Tennessee, because I was a senior at at Tennessee State University. Shout out to TSU. Always giving shout out to TSU. 
And my friend Gwen had hyped it up all week. Yeah, girl, we going to something live on Friday. Was it Saturday? It was Saturday. It was a Saturday night. It was Saturday, yeah. We're going to something live on Saturday. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be amazing. We're going to meet some nice people. Because basically, like I told you before, something live, which was located in Printer's Alley in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, a very, very hype place. Like Nashville, if you haven't been to Nashville, I highly recommend you put it on your list of places to visit because it is such a lively place. I want to say a lively, clean town, but I, I kind of stumbled because I haven't been there in years. But when I was there, it's so lively, like the downtown area, like all the country bars and oh my goodness, just people just there to have a good time and like just so free, you know? But anyway, so something live was in Printer's Alley in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. And my friend Gwen had got wind of the club being a great hangout spot for older guys. Cause we were like, we're going to get some older guys because we're not into these younger guys anymore. We need people who are older than us who like already got it figured out who can help us find our way. Perhaps, you know, that was the mindset. And let me just back up and say two weeks prior to that, we actually went to Meharry medical college. Now Meharry is an historically black college university, which is a medical school for mostly African-American, like prominent African-American doctors come out of Meharry or Howard, Howard University. But in the South, Meharry Medical School is like well known for like, that's where like you're going to find your African-American doctors, baby. And so we were like, let's go hang out at the library, like see what we can get into, you know. And I remember we actually did that um, two weeks prior because we were on a mission. I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know what I was up to because I had just got out of a relationship. So I wasn't really like hung up on finding anybody, but I was just going along for the ride. Like it couldn't hurt. Right. So we went to the Meharry Medical um, Library and we tried to study there, but nobody approached us. Nobody was really even there. And I was like, okay, that was fun. But it was what we could have probably just went to TSU's library. But we wanted to try new things because Gwen had the scoop on like where the older guys, where the smart guys are. So we were all about it. So now she mentioned something live. I'm all hype. Come Friday, I talked to Gwen in class. Saturday, no Gwen. So I decided to go on my own. And my husband and his friend walk into the bar. <laughs> this sounds like a, a stand-up comedy uh, joke, but it's not. And like I said, um, his friend came up to me, you know, he came up to the bar to get water, to get the drink, the water or whatever. And he spoke to me cause he saw me cause I was standing there and you know how you like just, you're like your back is toward the bar, but your elbows are up on the bar. So I was standing there like, you know, just admiring people, listening to some R and B. I wish I could tell you what song was playing. Cause I would play it in the background, but I don't remember. And I know he spoke to me and asked me how I was doing. I said, I was doing well. How are you? And then he went back and told my husband that I was over there because they both came over. Okay. Now let me give you a backstory because my husband did tell me this story. He said, um, do you know that night, um, my friend came over and I'm not going to say names. I just don't want to say names for some reason, but my friend came over and he was like, Hey man, there's this, this, um, this girl at the bar I just met. And my husband was like, where? And he pointed over to me and he was like, do you want to talk to her? Or you, you want me to, can I talk to her? Or you want to talk to her? Like they literally was like, who do you want her? Or do, can I have her? <laughs> like I'm interested in either one of them, but that, I thought that was really cool of him to ask my husband, like, is that somebody you want to talk to or can I approach her? 
And my husband's like, I want to talk to her. And so they both came over. And I can honestly say, guys, like, I know you hear this all the time. Um, and you probably roll your eyes or probably want to just like vomit. But we, as soon as my husband approached me, there was an instant connection, like for real, like just set off fireworks. Like I'm not even talking about a love connection. It wasn't even a love. It was just like this instant connection. Like I just felt it. Like it was just an instant connection. And like I said, it wasn't like I'm in love. It was love at first sight. It was not that. It's just that I was like, this is someone I want in my life. Like as far as like a friend or somebody I want to keep in touch with. I just knew it right away because I liked the way he came over to me. It was like, it was classy. Um, It was very just gentlemanly. It was just, I can't even put it into words, but I just, I, it was an instant connection. I liked his friend as well, but there was something about, my husband that just really was an instant connection for me. So he came over, he was like, Hey, how you doing? What's your name? And I told him my name is Melina. He was like, Oh, so what you doing here? You by yourself? I was like, yeah, by myself. My friend was supposed to come, but she's, I can't get in touch with her. Cause remember we didn't have cell phones. So I can't call her and be like, where are you at girl? I'm here. Once I left the, the dorm, that was it. Like all, all is everything is it's over. Like all, what is it? I want to say, what am I trying to say? All shots are off. All bets are off. There's no hooking up because I can't get in touch with her. I don't have a pager. We used to have, you know, you have pagers. I never had a pager because there was a stigma that went along with pagers. Like if you had a pager, you selling drugs, but whatever. So I'm in the club like now by myself. And so he was, I was, you know, telling the story. It's like, oh man, we would have loved to meet her or whatever. I said, yeah, but she's not here. I don't know what happened. And so we just were talking like for real. Like they literally like pulled up a chair. I had my husband on one side. I was in the middle. And then my husband's friend was on the other side. And we were talking. It was so chill. And then they were like, well, let's go upstairs. Because remember, upstairs is the jazz bar. And downstairs is the R&B, right? I think I told that right in the last podcast. So let me back up. So we were actually still at the um, the R&B part um, downstairs. And my husband was talking to me because when he asked me what my name was, I was like, my name is Melina. What's your name? And he told me his name. And then I was like, what does that mean? Because I never heard of that. And he was like, if you call me, I'll tell you. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. Yeah, okay. You and my never got it, whatever. And so then I remember they were like, hey, let's go see what's upstairs. Like, who's performing upstairs? Because they have, like, live jazz singers upstairs. So we all three went upstairs. So I got instant friends now. Like, I came alone, and now I got two dudes that are cute, older, Everything that me and Gwen were planning to do, like hanging out with me now, like all to myself. And I thought that was really cool. I'm like, that's why you just got to follow your instinct and go because it was a cool night. So we got upstairs and we had a jazz singer. And then my um, husband's like, you want something to drink? I was like, yeah, I'll take a um, Virgin Long Island. You know, that's my go to. Remember, he was like Virgin. I was like, yeah, because how old was I? We already went over this. I was already 21, so I could drink, but I just didn't want to because I'm driving back to the dorms and stuff and I didn't want to be drinking heavily or anything. So I think he ordered a beer then. I'm not sure, but I know I got a Virgin Long Island and we went upstairs and there was a drag singer. She was singing Sade and I loved it. She was covering Sade. It was so chill. And we sat at the bar and we were talking. And then I remember like, you know how you have your hand hanging off the bar? And then my husband like kind of held my fingers. Like he just like kind of, touched my fingers and I was like that's interesting you know 
because I'm feeling that too. So anyway, I, we started talking and then, so he was like, so do you, are, do you live around here? Like, what are you, what are you, are you a student? And I was like, yeah, I go to Tennessee state. I'm a senior. He was like, oh, so you're at Tennessee state. Okay, cool, cool. We're in the army. And I was like, oh, okay. He was like, yeah, we like to come out to um, downtown on the weekend sometimes, but I'm stationed at Fort Campbell. I'm a captain. I was like, a captain. Oh, okay. And I said, well, what, what school did you go to? And he's like, oh, I went to Howard. And I was like, what? Dude, stop me right there. Because I wanted to go to Howard, guys. I'm not going to get into that story, but I had no idea how to get there. But Howard was a school that I, I won't say it was a dream school, but I found out that this girl that I really admired um, went to Howard University. And I was like, I want to go there. But my parents was like, that's too far. Like, you're not going to be able to go there. So I just kind of dismissed it. So when I heard he went to Howard, I'm like, dang, black excellence for real. You went to Howard? He was like, yeah, graduated in whatever year. It was like a long time. Because let's remember, my husband is seven years older than me. So check the block on that because we were going to something live, Gwen and I, to meet an older guy. So he's seven years older than me. Okay, you do the math. I'm 21 at the time. So I was really taken back that he went to Howard. That's really cool. And then he's in the army. So he's not just like some guy hanging out or whatever. This is a man with a career. Okay. And his friend um, was also in the army. Who was also, I think he was a captain as well. I can't remember, but he was high ranked. And mind you, I didn't really know this was high ranking until I got home and told my mom about who I met. And I was like, he's a captain. She's like a captain. Oh my God. You know? So anyway, um, so the night was young. I mean, I think we're going on like 1230 now and I like to be back in my dorm by like 1, 1.15 because there's no reason for me to really be out all night like that. So um, I started wrapping it up. You know, that's what you want to do too. You don't want to be too available. You want to kind of wrap it up because, um, yeah, I just met you and I'm not going to spend the whole night with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to just hang out with you all night because it's not like that. So um I remember I was like, okay, I'm about to wrap this up. We're having a good time, but I'm about to wrap it up because you want to leave on a high note, right? And I said, he was like, so are you, you going to call me? Like, because I want to tell you what my name means, whatever. And by the way, he never told me what his name means. He told me how he got his name, but he never, it was no meaning or whatever. So anyway, I was like, oh yeah, do you have a card? Because remember in the last episode, I told you I had been watching this pastor who was talking about how we need to like be more respectful of ourselves as women and like not find a piece of paper and tear it up and write your name on it to give it to a guy. He needs to have a business card. Okay. And I just kind of dismissed it, but it was there to see it was planted. So I asked him, do you have a business card? He was like, Oh sure. Yeah. I was like, well, I'll be damned. This dude got a business card. Wow. He had a business card y'all. He had a business card. Okay. So I am containing myself. And played it off like, okay, cool. Um, I'll take your card and I'll give you a call. I didn't give him my number, but I took his card and we said goodbye. Like, bye. We get, um, I said, it was nice meeting you all. I'll talk to you later. And so, yeah, I, I was happy. I mean, I didn't think, oh, I met my husband and I'm like that. I was like, that's those are cool dudes. Because I think his friend gave me his card too. I think. But I remember getting my husband's card. And so we were like, okay, cool. See you later. Nice meeting you. Having a good life, whatever. (laughs) And I think um, I got back to my dorm and I know I called my mom immediately. I was like, I met this really good dude and he had a business card. Who has a business card? And she was really impressed. You know, I was impressed. 
And remember, we didn't have Facebook and Instagram and we couldn't text message. So if I didn't pick up the phone and call, there was no contact. So two weeks went by, two weeks went by and I was doing my laundry and I was like, oh, you know what? I should reach out to that guy that I met because I kind of left and we, I talked about it with my mom, but I kind of dismissed it. Like it was, you know, I mean, that was an instant connection, but like I said, it wasn't like love at first sight or anything. I wasn't like, oh, that's my husband. None of that. But I was like, oh, mission accomplished. I went to something live and I met an older guy. I met two older guys. That was really cool. And I did see Gwen, guys. It, this was Saturday. So I know the story is all over the place. But just hang in there. I hope you're, you're driving or walking, doing your walk or something. You could just listen to this conversation. But do you know Gwen stood me up because her ex-boyfriend called her that Saturday morning was like, hey, let's go out tonight. And she went out with him. And I said, you're lost, Gwen, because not only did I meet one older guy who has like his stuff together, I met two older guys who have their stuff together and they were together. Like it was like for us. And I was like, Gwen, that's messed up. I'm just glad I didn't let you stop me from what was for, from what was for me. Cause I had a good time. She's like, for real, you went by yourself. I was like, yes. Cause you weren't answering the phone. Like, why'd you do that? You know? And yeah, her ex-boyfriend called her and she was hanging out with her ex-boyfriend, like totally ignoring me and hanging out with him. And I think I saw her like that Monday in class and told her, yeah, I mean, I wasn't mad, but I was like, man, that's messed up. You missed out though. You missed out. Cause who's to say she could have met my husband and she could have been happily married today. And I joke about her. I used to joke with her about that. Like when we were getting married. So I was like, he could have been yours. But no, you didn't want to answer your phone and didn't want to follow through on plans we made a week in advance. And she lashed like, girl, you crazy. But it's true, right? So two weeks went by. I didn't call. I didn't think nothing of it. Um, And I was doing my laundry and something said, oh, you should call that guy you met. And I was like, yeah, I'll call him. And so I came back to my dorm and I left a voice message because that's when you had the tape recorder. And I left him a voice message. I was like, hey, this is Melina. I met you at something live. Just giving you a call. Um, Yeah, let me know. How is it? You know what, guys? I think I'm getting the story mixed up. I did not call him. I think I did call him. And I actually sent an email. Because email was really new. Like, Tennessee State was like, we're rolling out this new plan where you can, like, email people through the computer. And so I remember I went to the computer lab and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to try to email him because he had his email address on there. And so I emailed him and I put my phone number in the email and I was like, hey, call me. And because I was planning to go to, oh goodness, this is another story. I think what I'm going to do is stop here because I'm giving you a lot. Like it's a lot. It's all over the place. Okay, so let's recap. So they come over to me. I start talking to both of them before they came over to me. My husband's friend asked him, did he want to talk to me or is it okay if he like, which one, who did it, who wants to like try to hook up or like get to know me? And my husband said, I want to talk to her. So that's why he was the lead. I mean, his friend was still with him, but his friend wasn't trying to connect with me like that. My husband was cause they had made a decision before they walked over to me. See, that's what I like about older guys. See, you gotta have a plan. That was the whole thing. Like that was so smart. And that was so cool of them to do that. And I love that. I love that part of the story. Right. So, um, we hang out, but I wrap it up. I don't overstay my welcome. I wrap it up ladies. 
And I got his ass for a card. He had a card two weeks go by. And then I called him and I also emailed him my phone number. But I wasn't sure if he got it because email was new. This was 1998. And so the, the interwebs weren't as sophisticated today. It was dial up. You don't know if you have a connection. You don't know if it went through. So by the time I got to my dorm, he had already called me back. And that's where I'm going to pick up because from that call is where we had our first date and our first date was amazing. Oh my God. I can't wait to tell you about the first date guys. If you are into like, um, the intelligent rap artists and the, I won't even say old school, but like the nineties rap hip hop, you're going to love this next story. Cause it was amazing. Okay. So by the time I got back to my dorm, he had already called me back and I have the tape that my husband called me. And I remember saying he has such a nice voice on the phone. Like he sounds intelligent. He's not stumbling over his words. He knows what he wants to say and he's straightforward. And that is so attractive to me because remember, I'm a mass communications major. I was um, studying to be a news journalist and meeting someone who knows how to speak well is very impressive to me. Like that means a lot to me. So I was impressed with his voicemail. And I do have that, that tape set, like the, the cassette tape that goes in the voice recorder. I actually have that in my garage because I wanted to keep that because that's when he left me my first voicemail. And I'll never forget it. Cause I was just like, wow, I think something is happening here. And the cool thing about it is it wasn't rushed. Like I didn't think anything of it. It just like organically happened. So we're going to pick up on the next episode. We're going to talk about that first date, which was absolutely amazing, like spectacular. All right. So you're listening to Family Planet 365. I'm your host, Melina Jackson. We are talking about long-term marriage and everything in between part two. And I am starting from the very beginning. Um, been ma- I've been married for 22 years to the same man. And I'm talking about the ups and downs of being married for someone for all this time. But first I wanted to start from the beginning because, you know, when you are married for a long time, it is good to go back and remember like, why was I attracted to you in the first place? Like, where did it all begin? So this is like bringing, like conjuring up for the sake of October conjuring. Remember it's conjuring up a lot of remembered feelings and emotions in the process because it was a process and it was a beautiful process that has unfolded and has stood the test of time. So needless to say, I am very qualified to share this topic with you because I think it'll help you whether you are single, divorced, currently married, want to get married, don't want to be married, whatever. It has something for everyone. So this is part two. And we talked about, you know, when I first met them and then we're going to pick up on that first date, which was so amazing, guys. So I want you to tune in. Be sure to um, follow us on Instagram, Family Planet 365. So, you know, when we drop an episode, of course, if you, um, if you subscribe, I think to the podcast, you'll get updated automatically about a new episode and share this, share family planet 365 with your mom, friends, your dad, friends, with people, with children, share this podcast and leave a five-star review because it helps us get found better. If you, um, are sharing it and you leave a great review and tell people how much you enjoy listening 
to what I have to say. All right, so that is our episode for this week. I hope that you have an amazing weekend and an amazing week ahead. Um, Don't forget, you can have it all. Bye for now.